0: The holidays are here, and everyone is looking for a unique gift idea for that special someone. Hero Habit has you covered. Swing by HeroHabit.com today and start a subscription to one of our monthly trading card boxes. You pick your favorite teams, and we send you 20 to 25 cards every single month. No more sorting through hundreds of packs to pick up your favorite players and being stuck with tons of cards you don't want. We do the searching and sorting for you, plus we include autographs, relics, and short print cards too. We have boxes for baseball, football, and basketball available for $15 a month, and shipping is always free. Plus, if you're not into sports, we have music, TV, comic book, movie, and WWE mystery boxes, which have a guaranteed hit in every box. Whether you're looking for something for someone else, or you just want to treat yourself to a fun, affordable way to collect your heroes, Hero Habit boxes are the greatest idea. Swing Swingbyherohabit.com today to sign up, And use coupon code PODCAST to save 15% off your first month. That's HeroHabit.com, coupon code PODCAST to save 15% on your first month of boxes. Okay, let's get the show started. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. You are listening to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. I thank you. For downloading this podcast yet again today as you can tell from the title of this episode we're talking about a kink song called ape man which was released as a single on november 20th 1970 that's 49 years ago to from today's date i actually did this by accident um but it's a happy mistake so today is the 49th anniversary of the release of this single it was released on the album lola versus the power man and the money go around and uh, all that stuff, uh, a week later, same year. 49 years ago, this was the last time the Kinks would have a top 10 hit in the United Kingdom. Is This song peaked at number five. If It was the follow-up single to Lola, which peaked at number two in the UK. Um, and it it went up to number 45 in the US, so it wasn't a huge hit, but it got some radio play. And the the B side of the single was Rats by Dave Davies, which is also on the Lola album. Now it's where I become unpopular with Kinks fans. I'm not a big fan of this song. Is it a horrible song? No. Is it my least favorite Kinks song? No. Do I skip it every time when I listen to that album? No. Is it uh, better than a bunch of other songs that didn't even crack the top 100 or 200 on the singles charts? Absolutely not. There are some great singles that did nothing on the United Kingdom charts while Ape Man got to number five. Why do I hate this song? I don't. But it does sound to me, um, it's like a Jimmy Buffett pseudo-calypso, quasi-calypso, whatever. Um, it's It uses, I think the reason it, it was probably helped on the charts is was the obvious uh, uh, similarities between it and Lola. You know, Lola, we've got. And then uh, this one, you got. And both of them using that resonator guitar. So sonically, it was kind of similar to you know the kinks most recent hit and we know that happened you know in in the early days of their stuff where everything had to sound like you really got me so i'll give them that but this is not ray's best work it's three chords nothing wrong with that so a, a d and e very basic one four five chords um i'm not one of those guys that that will you know poo-poo a song because it only has three chords some of the best ones do but it's it's uh there's a a lack of sophistication with ray who's usually using just tons and tons of chord changes this one is just very basic and in a way it works the whole song is about um stripping down modern life and just going back to your roots as a as a caveman basically so this one is kind of uh, whether intentional or not the lack of a ton of chords is kind of, uh, it plays well with the song. I don't like Ray's uh, accent on this. He's he's affecting an accent and a vocal style. He does that quick vibrato that he tends to do um, on tunes like this, where he's like, uh, uh, "Uh, that little thing, that Woody Woodpecker kind of vibrato. And to me, it sounds like it's an insecurity. It's like Ray is not really um serious about the lyrics. Like he wants us to know it's tongue in cheek that it's a satire, or whatever. But and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I don't think it works on this. And when you combine it with this weird accent that he's affecting and this weird vibrato, it's it's just not it doesn't work for me. I think I'm sophisticated because I'm living my life like a good homo sapien. Okay, but all around me, everybody's multiplying till they're walking around like flies, man. So I'm no better than the animals sitting in their cages in the zoo, man, because compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees, I am an ape, man. Okay, so we're rhyming man with man three times. So that's kind of lazy songwriting, but um, I don't know. It's just... A weird song and then the chorus i'm an ape man i'm an ape ape man oh i'm an ape man yeah this is the same guy that wrote waterloo sunset guys i'm a king kong man i'm a voodoo man oh i'm an ape man because compared to the sun that sits in the sky compared to the clouds as they roll by compared to the bugs and the spiders and flies i am an ape man compared to what He keeps saying this like it means something. He says it, you know, because compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees, he says it in the verse, he says it in the chorus. What does that even mean? Compared to what? Because compared to the sun that sits in the sky, I am an ape man. What does that even mean? These sound like words that um, should have deeper meaning by themselves, but then when you put them together, it's just nonsense. Um, and then you've got one of my least favorite bits of any song, of anybody that ever does it, where you've got a spoken verse. In man's evolution, he was created to cities and the motor traffic rumble. But give me half a chance and I'd be taking off my clothes and living in the jungle. Okay. Because the only time that I feel at ease is swinging up and down in a coconut tree. Oh, what a life of luxury to be like an ape man. I'm an ape man. I'm an ape ape man. Oh, I'm an ape man. I look out my window, but I can't see the sky. The air pollution is a fogging up my eyes. I want to get out of this city alive and make like an ape man. Interestingly, um, this period of King's success was also met with controversy. Both singles from this album had to be re-recorded. Lola famously was re-recorded because it name-checked Coca-Cola. So they had to change that for the American radio because Coke wasn't paying for that ad space. And this one had to be recorded because his ver- his uh, in that last verse that I just read, the air pollution is a foggin' up my eyes. Um, people thought it was a naughty word. And so he had to re-record it. And so there's a a single version and a album version of both. These singles had to be the vocals had to be re-recorded for release. So this one came out, I think about a month in the United States, about a month after. Yeah. 16th of December, almost a month after it came out in the UK. Now I was looking just uh, from my own knowledge What else was a big hit back in 1970? Um, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, gigantic hit. Voodoo Child was a hit. Let It Be was a hit. Um, Spirit in the Sky was a hit. Uh, Summer in the City, not Summer in the City. In the Summertime was a hit by Mungo Jerry. Lola was a hit, obviously. Good song. And Ape Man was a hit. Ape Man does not fit anywhere on the radio at the time. I just don't get how this song became a hit when better, more commercial songs just did nothing. How was this a hit, but a couple years later, Sweet Lady Genevieve's not? It defies logic. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you were around at the time if you were old enough to have been following the charts or old enough to remember what the radio landscape was at the time particularly in the uk but even in the u.s because it did make the top 50 it was a number 45 hit here which is nothing to sneeze at uh, as the second single from an album write at me kinks and beats a hero i want to know what your um what your like your take on this whole thing is why do you think this song resonated at the time uh, and and why it continues to be you know used in media it was just used on that show last man on Earth on the pilot episode of that which kind of makes sense because he was basically becoming an ape-man but I mean what what is it about this song that that made it radio friendly at the time? Cause I just don't get it. I wouldn't even, if I was the one making these decisions back then, I wouldn't even have used it as the second single on Lola. This is a B side in my opinion, which shows how much I know because I would have blown, uh, the last top 10 hit for the kinks. But when songs like strangers and top of the pops and this time tomorrow and a long way from home, even rats, which is the B side, um, When those songs are on this album, why did you pick Ape Man? Which feels like a novelty song. It's performed like a novelty song by Ray. I don't get it. That said, why don't I skip it every time since I obviously don't care for it that much having just spent 11 minutes bad-mouthing it? The band sounds great on it. It's a very cool um, rhythm track by the band. Uh, the, The bass work in particular I really like. So it's, it's a cool one to listen to. It flows well on the album. It's a nice um, break between Rats and Power Man. So I don't hate everything about it, obviously. It's just not my cup of tea in general. Okay. So that's it. I've now done one Beatles song I don't care for. Actually, a Beatles song I hate. And a kink song that I am at best indifferent about. Um, at worst... I just don't understand it. I don't get how this was a hit. Look at the songs we've talked about already. Picture book. Um what else have we done that should have been a hit? I don't know. So many of them. Uh Picture Books, the one that jumps out in my head. Sweet Lady Genevieve, which I talked about. Um, a couple that I'm have scheduled for the future that we haven't covered yet there's just so many kink songs that got shafted on the charts and then this one rises to the top if you're not familiar with this song obviously go listen to it i want to hear your thoughts if this is a new song for you i want to hear your thoughts and let me know what you think about it now maybe i'm just too young uh, and not having been around in 1970 can't relate to this or the style or anything like that but i like so much of the other stuff Reach out to me, 925-494-1739. You can leave a voicemail talking about a previous episode that you uh, can uh, uh, either disagree with me about or share your thoughts about, or talk about a future song that I haven't covered yet, and I will use it in that particular episode. So give me a call with songs you like, songs you don't like, and, you know, an explanation. Leave me a couple-minute message. Or you can email me, kinksandbeats.com at herohabit.com. As always, swing by herohabit.com. We have a kinks group and a Beatles group in our community that are, uh, we're, we're. I'd like to see those fill up and become active. And then there's also other kinks and Beatles related content on the website all the time. Tomorrow, we're going from one 1970 um, kinks song to a 1970 Beatles song. Cool guitar riff, gobbledygook, lyrics, um, but a tune that I really enjoy. I will talk to you then. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com, collect your heroes.